This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. There is a lot of Cowboys stuff going on at this very moment. So check it out. The mind, from the mind of Corey, what's the worst Cowboys narrative out there that you're like, that's just a stupid narrative. And let's see how far we get into this because before we get there, Corey, Jerry Jones is speaking out of the Senior Bowl and we got a plethora of information. Yeah, and you know, the I think this kind of goes into some of those narratives, Kevin, with that yeah. conversation regarding what Jerry Jones is talking about. So he's at the Senior Bowl, and that's where, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that again, Mike, in the uh, in the C Block, because I have some other information I want to bring up there. And a lot of times, I mean, DallasCowboys.com is there. A lot of the reporters show up because this can be, at times, the first time Jerry and Steven talk since the end of the season. Uh, obviously, you would love for them to be in the Super Bowl, so they never have to talk until uh, that game or whatever. But here are some things from Clarence Hill uh, some notes. We can stop on them if you want to. Yes. But as each one goes along, they get juicier. Oh. Uh, here's number one. Jerry Jones said the Cowboys have interviewed Thomas Brown from the Rams and Jeff Nixon from the Panthers for the vacant OC job. Kevin, you brought that up just moments ago. Yeah. Jerry Jones confirmed that Mike McCarthy will call plays for the Cowboys, and Stephen Jones said – McCarthy and Kellen Moore had philosophical differences. Okay, so if we could stop right there real quick, I think that just kind of feeds into what all of our guys have been talking about all week with the philosophical differences and everything. And so it's good to get that kind of confirmation. But to go along with that, how enticing does that make the OC job if straight up you're like, you're not going to call the plays? Do you think that makes that big of an impact? I feel like I would care. You, yeah, I can see how you would care. Um, some guys, uh, you know, the the experience is big for them. You know, to get that next position, maybe. Um, some, I think, uh, you know, if I'm if I'm a guy who maybe is a quarterbacks coach and I'm young and I get the opportunity to work on installing an offense w- along with the with Mike McCarthy, that'll kind of put me in a good position. Um, so I do see that the, that it kind of limits you because there are, maybe there's some other creative people out there, but I think that's the problem that Kellen Moore had some things that he wanted to do creatively that Mike McCarthy was just like, I don't like this. I don't, that's not going to work for what we want to accomplish. And I wonder how many times that blew up in both of their faces. Maybe it, uh, like Mike, uh, what do you think that against Tampa, he was like, you know what? We're going to run that offense that Mike McCarthy really likes to run. And then whenever it was time to go up against San Francisco, he's like, I have my ideas. Now I'm going to put them out there, and that cost him. I don't know. Uh, but it, it seems like there's some you – know, whatever that I, conflict I, I, is, a problem. 
can I ask you this? And this is based off of your question, Corey, yep. for the segment on what is kind of a Cowboys deal that you're like, look, that's not really right about the Dallas Cowboys and this Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore thing. Do other teams have the general manager or owner go, he's your offensive coordinator, deal with it. He's your defensive coordinator, deal with it. And that that is something that Jerry Jones has done ever since Jimmy Johnson left the Dallas Cowboys. Now, he didn't do it to Bill Parcells at first, and then he told him, here's T.O., deal with it. And he's like, yep. all right, fine, I'll deal with it for a year, and I'm quitting because you're, you're now turning back into Jerry Jones. And I don't think Jerry Jones does this a lot anymore, but Steven learned from him. That's his mentor and his father, obviously. I'm wondering, is it a good – because you're like, hey, offensive coordinator, Kevin. You're like, I want to call the plays. Like, yeah. what's the point of being offensive coordinator if I'm not? But then if you're the head coach, you're like, it's really tough to be the head coach when they're like, this is your offensive coordinator, and you might not even agree with the offensive philosophy the coordinator has. Yeah, and I think, Mike, for, for that point, you, Mike McCarthy's been playing the Game of Thrones pretty well. You know, like it seems like he's yeah. he's done, you know, the little things that it takes to either eliminate any potential options that might come in to take his place or win it over. Like, again, go back to Jerry Jones was like, yeah, I'm not sure about Mike McCarthy being our head coach or I'm not going to give him the thumbs up. And Mike McCarthy calls up Rich Eisen and is like, hey, let me like tell you everything I feel about this. Like, that was a bold move right there. But I, I completely agree with you, Mike, on that part of it. And I would want it too. And it seems like McCarthy's kind of gained that kind of power as things have gone along. And uh, and this looks like just another one of those moves that puts him in a better direction. I will say Aaron Rodgers has seemed to have a lot of power with uh, with the organization up there yet hates his head coach right now and hates the offense that his head coach has installed. He loves the Mike McCarthy offense actually more than he loves what uh, what Matt LaFleur is trying to incorporate. So that is one of those instances where that happens. I don't know how frequently it happens the way the Cowboys do it. Kevin, here are a couple of other things to throw in there. Yeah. Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones said the Cowboys will resume talks with Odell Beckham Jr. in free agency. Oh, do you think that will become a big story again? My God, of course it yes. will. And this time it doesn't feel as time stamped. You know, like, I don't know with a time stamp, what is it, like a month and a half or whatever before they're like, hey, it, it ain't happening. It's, well, it, it's February. You got some time to figure it out. I do still think that makes sense. Not, yep. at, the, not at the price point he threw out of $20 million. That's preposterous. But I do still think this makes sense if you want to add – a talented right wide receiver. I don't know how much he's got left versus using any draft capital. Uh, this is also this is again. This is from Clarence Hill, who's at Senior Bowl, talking with uh, Stephen and Jerry right now. Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones said they want Ezekiel Elliott back, but acknowledged the two sides have to talk business, as in contract, to see it will work. I don't personally. I don't care for that at all is I'm not kidding, and I know I'm probably going to get destroyed for this, is for the amount of carries he should get, I would probably rather see Malik Davis running out there. Like, I'm not saying that Malik Davis is automatically better than Zeke, but I think you know it, you see it. I That's that's not my favorite. Kevin, you want to – It goes to show when, when Jerry Jones has a favorite, you are locked in for a long time, and it doesn't matter what you do on the football field. What do you guys think? Like, I don't know how low the number would go. What's the highest number you you like would be happy to have Zeke back at? 
Mike says three million. A, oh, I would go yeah. a max of three million a year. As soon as he says I want over three million a year, which I'm pretty sure he's going to want over that, I'd say best of luck to you, yeah, brother. Yeah, you know, I'm, we're on the same page. I was thinking two point five to three million. All right, and so if Zeke if Zeke says, "All right, give me ten more years at two point five million dollars," I'll do it. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> that that's a two year five. Jerry will do it. Deal. Yeah, I mean, look, that's hard to argue against. Um, here's another one: Stephen Jones and Jerry. Jerry said there's no loss of confidence in Dak Prescott. Jerry Jones said Dak Prescott is the reason to be excited about the future. Stephen Jones said Dak Prescott could be the Cowboys quarterback for the next 10 years. Say it louder. And then he said. For the people in the back, Corey. Stay with me for just one second. When everybody, and I have had this argument on the fan text like 50 million times. Well, why don't you just trade Dak Prescott? Okay, great. That's a $59 million cap hit. Well, you could trade him post-June 1st. Great. That's an $18 million cap hit this year and a $41 million cap hit the next year. So however you slice it, you're going to be stuck with that money. Oh, you know what? I, like, the logical thing, because the Cowboys always do this, is they want to lower his salary cap money, but they don't really have too much space to spread it around anymore, so they will give him an extension. I firmly believe... They are preparing everybody for this. And I'm not saying this is what you do because Dak Prescott's the best. I'm saying this is what the Cowboys do. And I will say the first part of that is I don't expect Jerry Jones to be like, oh, my God, for sure. Did you see that game? He was effing terrible. Mm -hmm. And we like that. I, I get why they don't say that. But I'm telling you, I think an extension is far more likely than any trade scenario. All right. I want to revisit that real quick and go on to the next one. No loss of confidence in Dak Prescott. Jerry says he's the reason to be excited about the future. Here we add this other. This is the last one, Kevin. Stephen Jones said the Cowboys could talk contract extension with Dak Prescott to lower his cap hit. Yep. The top 10 to 12 quarterbacks will be making more than $40 million, and Dak Prescott deserves to be in that number, according to Stephen Jones. Okay. First of all, I think that second part is a lie from him. Is is that them hiding behind the cap? Yeah. Well, also, I, that's a stupid way to do business. Like, because you deserve. You know what? I'm going to give you an unsolicited raise because you deserve it. That's fine in regular business. But if you have a cap, like let's say you worked at, well, since we brought up Taco Bell earlier, you have a finite amount of money you can pay all the people at Taco Bell. And so you're just going to be like, you know what? I know you didn't ask for it. I'm just going to give you a raise because you deserve it. Great. How's that going to impact the rest of the staff and your ability to keep quality people? That's the issue in the NFL. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be one of the top 10 paid quarterbacks. I think that's kind of fringy. But no, I don't believe that at all. They're giving him an extension because they want to smooth out the cap number over the next two years, Dak Prescott counts $101 million against your cap. So I think it's super neat that they added that part. That's BS. They're going to give him an extension to smooth the number down. This is why I'm not that big of a Cowboys fan anymore. They are not trying to win a Super Bowl. Every like that's why I bet that's why I bet Gavin Dawson in 2026, Dak's still the starting quarterback until he physically can't do this. He's the quarterback for possibly the next 10 years. Like, I don't think Steven's lying on this. They will be just fine with with Dak Prescott for the next 10 years. 
And it doesn't matter what his record is. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how far they get in the playoffs or not far. That Dak is good enough for the Jones family, and he's good enough for most Cowboy fans. Man, Kevin, this is interesting to me, and I, I want you to go through conspiracy land with me a little bit here. I'm always in for that. It is so wild how the number for the quarterback just continues to just jump through the roof every, all the time, right? And I don't know if this has anything to do with it. They they do it, and they almost seem to be like, well, I mean, we're just victim to that. That's part of the you know we just have to yeah. be we have to concede to the quarterback in this in- instance. And I don't know if it's because they're like, look, because the quarterback controls the room. The quarterback's the guy that if we just pay them, they'll stay quiet during the negotiations, and we don't have to worry about everybody else. The, all the rest of the people can just deal with it, but we need the quarterback to be on our side in this, so let's just keep paying those. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or if it has something to do with, like, they are appeasing agents out there that have these quarterbacks, and they're like, look, we'll make sure that you're taken care of by taking care of the quarterback, but you got to help us with all these other things. It's just really weird to me how, they, how much they say we will concede all these things and just throw our hands up and say we can't do anything. It's a quarterback thing. I do have one positive thing to say about the Cowboys, and it kind of fits in with your conspiracy, Corey, is if the Cowboys were going to do an extension, now's the time to do the extension. Because the thing that drove me crazy earlier, it's not just the number jumping from 28 to 32 to 40. Like I, We've been all over that like a million times. What bothers me is if you're going to make an extension, you need to do it when they still have at least a year, or in this case, two, on their contract. Because guess what? That gives you way more room to smooth out the money. The thing that agitated me is that the Cowboys waited and waited and waited. And then they're like, what can you do? That's the going rate. And I'm like, yeah, but you see how these other teams stacked their contracts is they did extensions of rookie deals when they still had extra years to push down the number. Here's the deal. Dak Prescott is counted to hit the cap. I said 101 million, but then two the next two years after that, he hits the cap for another 25 million when he's not even under contract. So what do you want to do? You want to wait until that's up and then you have to absorb another 25 million? No, that's stupid. You have two years left on his deal. Great. Give him a four or five year extension now, whatever. Now you have six to seven years to play with the money and get it more reasonable. And then guess what you can also do, Corey, based on what we talked about yesterday. The Bobby Bonilla contract. Is, well, I don't. I still think that counts against your cap as opposed oh. to just actual cash. Now you can wait it out longer for the giant salary cap explosion. Like maybe, maybe even make it to the next round of some of the TV money. So I know people don't like it. This is a logical way to do it. And this is pretty much the only way the Cowboys do it. Yep, that is true. And Corey, you have brought this up numerous times. Do they have the metal to say that's that's it? We're taking the hit for better or worse. He ain't the dude. We're gonna play it out, draft somebody new, and work our way back up. I don't think they do. Would that well? And I mean, I think they would just they would look at numbers. I don't know. They might just look at things and go, and that that puts us too far away from being back in the playoff hunt where we like to be. Right. Maybe just being with this coach, being with this quarterback gets us in the playoffs, and we're happy with that because we get that chance despite what we look at, Mike, when we were talking about the other day. The best quarterbacks are the thing that gets you over the top on those things instead of just being like, look, we're in the tournament. That's all that matters. I just – I really – Corey, I know we got to go. I really hate the idea – 
that like, oh, Dak's the reason to be excited for next season. Are you kidding me? Micah is. It's not, yeah, it's not Micah maybe finishing second in Defensive Player of the Year. It's not um, It's not uh, C.D. Lamb truly showing that you were right about him and he's ready to be a number one receiver. It's none of that. It's your eighth-year quarterback. Yeah, who is – where was he in the the the, the MVP voting? That That is even absurd. Even close? Was he a blip no, on the radar? yeah, no. Was he even in the conversation, Mike? Okay, well, I don't want to get drug into that. You know the answer. <laughs> he wasn't. We're the KNC <laughs> masterpiece. He never has been. <laughs> right here on the on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, NFL Fact or Fiction, Super Bowl edition. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And some completions early here in this drive. Johnson, pressure, Reddick buries him. Oh, and the Eagles with a big set and the big play, and Reddick takes it over. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. It is time for NFL fiction or nonfiction Super Bowl edition. But also keep in mind, it'll still encapsulate all of the NFL. NFL fiction or nonfiction. The 49ers should be embarrassed by the way they lost. I know their quarterbacks got hurt. They also had three fumbles and 11 penalties and lost by 24 points. Okay. No. What if Ben DiNucci had to step in for the Cowboys on on NFC Championship Sunday? Like, that's what they pretty (laughs) much had. Josh Johnson and Ben DiNucci are about the same. Shouldn't be in the NFL. And he didn't know what he was doing. Probably all week he was Jalen Hurts, didn't study what the 49ers were supposed to be doing, multiple delay of games, which were penalties. I just don't feel if the Cowboys had to play with Ben DiNucci as their quarterback, I think they would have had the same result. And I don't think you can blame anybody like you had to play a non quarterback. And then what if you have to hand the ball off for for 20 or sorry, for 30 minutes? We're bringing Zeke back. Yeah, well, guess what? <laughs> Jerry Jones wants to sell number 21. Jerry Jones can't watch football either at his age and know what the hell's going on either. So I get why he's doing it. Kevin, I didn't hear the question. Uh, Carter stepped in and started talking. My Carter, not our Carter. He stepped in and I couldn't. So I didn't completely hear the question. Would you like to repeat it? The 49ers should be embarrassed by the way they lost. No. No. Okay. It stinks. I mean, like, I, it is kind of embarrassing when you lose that way as a fan base, right? And you've been hoping for it all week. But, man, like, there's really not a lot you can do in that situation. NFL fiction or nonfiction, you care about where Aaron Rodgers goes or stays. 
I do. Okay. Um, because I didn't like. I just I didn't think he was that great this year, and he started to look human. Where there have been many many years where that dude has looked like what what can stop him other than himself in a playoff game, uh, and but like I it, the wonderment is. Is the Matt LaFleur offense that bad? Uh, is the the talent around him that poor? Where he goes, will he revive his career? Does Do Green Bay quarterbacks just go to the Jets after their career's over and have a really fun year? <laughs> right. Uh, so, like, I, I am interested if that's where he goes and he has Corey Davis. Uh, I don't know if Elijah Moore is sticking around, but if he's there, if, uh, if Garrett Wilson, like, if he has those things to work with, Will he? Will it revive him? So, like, I, that's one of the things that I am interested in. And, I care. Okay, just because you like Aaron Rodgers, or because you think he's a really big I deal. Still, I still think he's a, a top five quarterback in the NFL. I think okay. on that borderline now, but MVP, MVP, as Corey said, below, especially his standards, below average year, average quarterback in the NFL this year. Put him on San Francisco. What, what do you guys – do we not care if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of San Francisco next year? And he has Christian McCaffrey, an offensive line. Yeah. Uh, he has Kittle. He has Debo Samuel. They draft Ayuk. another dude. Yeah. T- like, yeah, all of a sudden you're like, wait a second. This dude now has everything he's ever dreamed of the last three years that he's been complaining about in Green Bay. And he won MVP two times okay. while complaining about the talent around him. Okay. Now, this kind of piggybacks off of that NFL fiction or nonfiction. You care about what happens with Lamar Jackson. Is it the ba- same kind of basic premise there? I do Sorry. not want him going to the NFC. Okay. I think he might be the best quarterback in the NFC. In the AFC, he's the sixth best quarterback. Something like that, yeah. I mean, I just think that we, the Cowboys still have an opportunity here as of today. The NFC does not have premium quarterbacks in it, and neither is Dak. Dak is not a premium quarterback, will never be a premium quarterback. But if his competition is Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance and an older Aaron Rodgers with a broken-down team in Green Bay, the Dallas Cowboys have a chance in 2023. Yeah, um, I'm kind of to a point where it just feels like we've been talking about his contract situation for eternity. (laughs) Yeah. And like it will never go away. And it's and it's wild that like how this is the real year for it, right? Yes. Okay. So that's where that's what it's it feels like we've been talking about forever so I've almost gotten numb to it, but I think Mike has a really good point, man. I would hate to see that dude in Washington uh trying to play against him. So I I I do I do care about it. I just want it to be done. Okay. And one more kind of in this vein, but it's about the team is because they're a division rival you care a lot about what the Giants do with Barkley and Jones. Sign them both. Big time contracts. <laughs> that sounds like a yes. That sounds like a have them be five hundred for the next three years. Man, I'm very I'm I'm more interested in uh in Jones, I guess, than Barkley because Barkley was healthy this year. And I'm not sure how many years out of his career he will be healthy. He's a factor when he's on the field. Absolutely he's a factor. Uh, but he wasn't a reason that the Cowboys would lose this year to them uh, in any way. It was more Daniel Jones than anything else. And so I don't know that Daniel Jones can make another step this year. Yeah. But he made a pretty tremendous step this season to be a better quarterback, to put them in good positions to win. 
NFL fiction or nonfiction, you are excited about the Super Bowl matchup we are getting. I am excited, but I'm afraid that Philadelphia is going to win and that we're just going to have to live with Philadelphia being a much better football town and a much better organization than the Cowboys for the rest of our lives. I'm excited. You're, you're saying I'm excited, fact or fiction, yep. about this Super Bowl matchup. Yep. Part really of me wants. They would be out. Yeah, part of me wants to say like to, to do the whole bit of screw the Eagles. Yeah, I hate those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't stand it. But as a like, I'll say now I am no longer just Cowboys fan. I am football fan too. There are some cool storylines here. There are a lot of cool storylines, and we'll go over them by the time we get to the Super Bowl. But, you know, number one is Andy Reid being a really great coach all his career. He got kind of run out of town by Philadelphia, and he gets a chance to stick it to him with the best quarterback in the NFL, uh, maybe one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. That's that's still up for debate at some point. There's going to be a lot of conversations about that. Uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, as an OU fan, seeing what he did to go from Bama to OU and then go off and do what he's doing is pretty interesting. And then, you know, can Pat – there are Mahomes' his injury. There are just so many cool storylines. The first time two brothers have ever faced – not faced each other, but they are going to be in the Super Bowl. Like, there's some really fun things going on this week. And since you mentioned the quarterback, I don't know how much mileage you get out of this is for the first time in the history of the Super Bowl, the two starting quarterbacks are both black. Yes. So, I, I know there has been a lot of – That is uh, very significant. Yeah, a lot of traction about that. All right, to go along with that then – NFL fiction or nonfiction, it is too early to start making Super Bowl prop bets. No, it's never too early to start having fun with some Super Bowl prop bets. I am glad that you said that, Corey. I love prop bets. I have here. five Super Bowl prop bets for you to start off. Let's go. Who, which player will score the first touchdown of the game? I got the five. Travis top, Kelsey. Top five options on the board. That is number one. All right, Mike. There you go. Good luck to you. Man, you I wanted you to. Score. I want to see if you could get them all. Well, number two, I'll go with Jalen Hurts. That is correct. Oh, I'm proud of you guys. Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. His ankle's probably taking him oh, down a little bit. Oh yeah, that's a good point. AJ Mike? Brown. That's that's a good pick. He is five. That is correct. Can you guys get the other two? Randall Cunningham. What? What? No, these are just yeah. don't shake your head. Hey, yes. Good, good job, no. Mike. Good job. No. He played that for the Eagles. That is a terrible answer, and that's what I was Steve afraid DeBerg. you would do on my Steve Family Feud team. DeBerg. Um, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is number three. So who is number four? This this who one's plays? Dallas Goddard. Starts with a right, vowel. That was a real. It good. starts with a vowel. Isaiah Pacheco. That is correct. Valdez Scantling. No. That, well, you said it starts with a he vowel. Said starts with a v. Yeah, V. Vowel uh-huh. starts with a V. Do you think V is a vowel? No, I think Valdez starts with vowel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You and- said it starts with a vowel. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I don't know how I got this wrong. 877 <sighs> I know you don't know, and that's what bothers me, Mike. That's and, what makes me sad. And Twolo's yeah. out there. How long? Yeah, it starts with a Dallas. Make? Well, that would be Dallas Goddard. <laughs> and if I say it starts it's with not- a Jalen. 
And it's if I say it starts with a vowel, you pick a guy who that's not even his first name. Mm-hmm. But you're like, but it starts with a V. So I get it's, it, Mike. I don't know why Kevin's having. Yeah, it starts with a go. With that's go dirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. Starts with a consonant. Now, who's consonant? Who's the consonant? Super Bowl fact or fiction? Along with that, there, Is there are, a person named Asia on the team. I will. <laughs> that's continent, Mike. That is continent, not. Do you think Asia? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing this. All right. It is a two-person race for Super Bowl MVP. NFL fiction or nonfiction? I mean, it it's seems prob- like it, it probably of, goes to the yeah. If both the quarterbacks perform, one of them will get it. But man, we've seen too many instances where. A defensive player will have a huge game. You know, like sure. we see that happen a lot. Uh, so I could totally see, you know, like Hassan Reddick has a few sacks in the game that really are like, wow, that was huge for them. So if it's not the quarterbacks, then I think, but yeah, no, it makes it makes too much sense Man, that, that that it is a two man race. You brought up a great person. If you want to put some money in now for your dark horse candidate, because the odds I'm looking at is. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of plus there, but it's pretty close to even. Travis Kelsey, eleven to one, AJ Brown, fourteen to one, Devontae Smith, twenty-five to one. So Hassan Reddick is at least twenty-five or worse to one if you want to uh make uh make that bet right there. All right, one more for the Super Bowl, and I got another one for you. NFL fiction or nonfiction. Patrick Mahomes will definitely throw for more yards in the Super Bowl than Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that's easy. That's an easy pick. You think so? Yeah. Jalen Hurts has had two easy games. Now, the thing is, is he hasn't had to even really play the fourth quarter. Like, that's the one thing if you look at Jalen Hurts stats, like, here's the deal. People that never watched Troy Aikman, Kevin, I think you'll agree with me on this, will go, well, he only threw for 187 yards in this game. And you're like, okay. You guys just watched Jalen Hurts. Should Jalen Hurts have thrown for 300 yards when they blew out the Giants or yeah. blew out San yeah, Francisco? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, he threw for 150-something yards or 180-something yards. That's what the game dictated he do. It, there wasn't there wasn't any part in the game where he should have thrown for 300 yards. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to – I was going to go look and see, you know, Burrow threw for it, but that makes that would make sense. If they get some – I think they're going to try and scheme open some big plays to A.J. Brown and, and uh, Devontae Smith downfield. I think they're definitely going to try and get some of those open because that that is part of their offense, but the balance that comes with their offense. So, yeah, I would definitely think that it would be more Mahomes than it will be Jalen, Kevin. The over-under for Mahomes is 44 yards higher than Jalen Hurts, so 286.5 to 242.5. All right, the big news of the day, Tom Brady retiring again on the exact same day that he retired last year. So NFL fiction or nonfiction, Tom Brady will unretire again. He's retired. Okay. He'll never play another game of NFL football again. Yeah, I think he's done. Just hearing it, just hearing it uh, the other day uh, or this morning, I guess, hearing it when we played it again, kind of seeing his face as he's sitting there on the beach, collecting. Was that California Beach or was that Florida? Where do you think that beach was that he was shooting that video Ooh, from? I don't know. Um, Florida. Just, 
I'll yeah, just Florida. just seeing that makes me believe Galveston that, that he's yeah. <laughs> oh man, those the gorgeous Galveston coasts. Uh, yeah, I could totally – yeah, he's done. And plus, man, now I think the big factor everybody keeps asking the question about you know Greg Olson is he getting bumped out of the box? And there's no way that they're keeping him in the box, not for the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for next season, there's no way that they're gonna keep Greg Olson for Tom Brady. I mean, I know. I want to go ahead. Go ahead. I put something on Twitter during Sunday's broadcast of the San Francisco Eagles game. And I was not taking a shot at Greg Olson. Do I think Burkhart and Greg Olson are the best broadcast in the world? I don't. I think they do a solid job. But I do think Fox, throughout this whole season, because we get a lot of Cowboy games on Fox, I think they do a horrible job. Who's ever producing the show... They have to get in their cartoon characters and all their little stat things. And you're like, I get it. You created all these things. It took you days to create all these things. There's actually a big play down the field where I'd like to see if Devontae Smith actually caught the ball or not. Because on their first replay, I noticed. I was like, whoa, was that caught or not? And Fox was like, "Ah, get in a cartoon thing or talk about this or that. We don't care to show any more replays. They do that all the time. (laughs) Fox, to me, is a bad broadcast most of the time because they forget they're actually broadcasting a football game man that's interesting i i don't i don't disagree with that opinion either i think that it's it's like the the amount of content they fit in the structure in which they do it is at an all-time high like they do move they do pack in so much stuff and it's so different than the one camera maybe two cameras we got back in the 80s right like that it's very different than that but I do kind of agree with Mike is there's a lot of other stuff happening on the field that I never get to see. It's very similar in baseball. What do we see in baseball? We see the pitcher and the catcher. We don't know that they've shifted. We don't yeah. know if the inf- if the, the center fielders moved a little bit to the left and if, you know what kind of defensive things they're doing. All we really ever see is the pitcher and catcher, and there is for more baseball people, they want to see some of the other stuff. But I agree with Mike, man. There are times when you're just like, God, did I really get what I wanted to out of this football game, or did I get a bunch of replays that really didn't matter or show me what I wanted to see? Well, maybe eventually – Olsen can then have Tom Brady's spot since obviously the tide has started to turn against him. Now, real quick, we've got Mike. You mean Romo? Yeah, what did I say? I said Tom Brady. I meant Tony Romo. I'm sorry. Your hatred for Tom Brady. No, no, no. Yo. So far. You mentioned, you said Olsen and Brady, and we just had that discussion, and I I could tell where you were going. You were saying because people are getting get tired of Romo, maybe Brady can take over for Romo. Is that what you're saying? Or if they have to pay him the 10-year, $375 million, and they're like, I'm not ditching out of this, man, then maybe Olsen can get the gig with uh, Jim Nance, and they can figure out new roles and try to make it work together. Real quick. I wanted to ask y'all this because we we try to help out the people from the 682. Hey, guys, I got a question. Am I thinking too much into this situation? My wife and I have been married since October. She is a vice principal. She told me today her male assistant gave her flowers at work. I'm a little upset. And should I be? Did you give her flowers? Is that why you're upset is that you haven't given her flowers recently? And you're like, you know what? I don't think about my wife enough. I don't, I don't, hey, listen, her male assistant, he works with her. This is interesting now because Adrian does get flowers from female coworkers and I think nothing of it. 
Uh, but if she was to get from some male, I would probably be like, hey, who is this guy? Why don't I know him very well? Yeah. So, But, yeah, I also do ensure that I give her flowers frequently and hold her hand because uh, I am her man, uh, as the as the song goes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I, so no, I don't, I think you should question some things. Ask some questions, but don't get too upset about it beforehand. Make sure you do your due diligence and get the information first before you get mad. Mike, do you have thoughts about that? Uh, I would say that you know your relationship way better than three radio guys who don't know you or your wife. So if you feel like there's a possibility that she could be cheating on you, then yeah, I would be worried. Yeah, does she have a history of it? You know, has she done this before? Is she... Uh, maybe what if she sent the flowers to herself just to rile you up and then was like, yeah, it's from my, Man, my assistant. He assists me. That's some next level shadiness before, right dude. there. I've seen it before. Wow. Where, where people will do something like that just to get you all riled up about something. Because you know what kind of hooking up is the best, Kevin? Say it. <laughs> Say it, Kevin. What are, oh, hate? Makeup. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say hate really... f, but yeah, no, that. <laughs> what are you, dude? What? That makes more sense. You know, you've heard that term before. Don't bring... <laughs> don't shake your head at me, Mike. <laughs> you know, you've heard that term before. I'm not saying anyone we know is engaged in it, but you know, you've heard that. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Tell me, Just you know I that? I think I know, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Kevin. Tell me, you've heard that term, and maybe more importantly, have you engaged in that term before? Wow, All right, don't, yeah, don't pretend like the answer is nothing. There is nobody, because you know that's wrong. All I right. don't think anybody. Now that is so wrong. Well, we know Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> is All right, now it's time for some Mike Likes It. All right, I got a couple places to jump around during Mike Likes It. Hoops Hype, which I've been going to on a daily basis right now. They're a great website, hoopshype.com, to try to follow where are the rumors at? I mean, obviously on Twitter, Sham, Stein, Woj, they're great. But a lot of articles are put together by Hoops Hype on what is going on. Well, this is their 6.0 trade value rankings. Oh, okay. So who could you get the most for if you traded them? Kind of like who are the most tradable players where you would get the most assets trading that player? Would you guys like to guess... Who number one is? I, I Luca. Yeah, it's it feels like it's, you got it. Okay, you did it. He is, is guaranteed money left, two hundred and fifteen million dollars through two thousand twenty six wow. twenty seven. Luca is the most tradable asset in the NBA, and you are right. Giannis is number two. He is signed through two thousand twenty five twenty six at approximately one hundred and eighty nine million dollars. So those are your top two. Jokic is number three. Makes sense. Jason Tatum is number four. And Ja Morant is number five. This doesn't mean best players in the NBA, even though it's a pretty darn good list. It means what would you get in trade back for these guys? And they're saying, Luka, you would get the most back for. Ja, you would get the fifth most back for. Now, that being said, they did rank 100 guys. Kevin, go ahead. I was just going to say, do you think Jokic, too, you're right. Like, and a lot of those players are really close together. Doesn't Jokic have, like, a lot more money in him right now in terms of the guarantees since you were mentioning? I wonder if, if that's a factor at all. Yeah, my computer's freezing, but yes, Jokic is guaranteed through 2027-28. Guess the number he's guaranteed. Corey. 
Um, like uh, it's 215 million. 215 for, million. For, 305 million. million. Wow. 303 million. Oh, so like a lot. <laughs> he's still number three on yeah, the list, but through 2027-28, he has 303 million guaranteed dollars left. So maybe that's why he's number three instead yeah, yeah, of one yeah. or two. Yeah. Still up there. Now, out of the 100 players that are on this list, the Mavericks have number one. This is where Mark Cuban has a problem and has no clue who plays in the NBA. Nobody else is on this list for the Ooh. Dallas Mavericks. I was hoping maybe Jalen Brunson is number 45 oh. on this list. So just to give you an idea on where you said Brunson's moved up to the 50th yeah. best player in the NBA, yeah. according to a, a website, Hoops Hype has Jalen Brunson as the 45th most tradable asset in the NBA. Wow. Um, I was just my computer is freezing up on me right now. I was going to go through the bottom 10 just to give you an idea. I did see like number 98 or 99 was Bogdanovich for Detroit. Just to give you an idea, Porzingis, by the way, is 59 on this list as I'm scrolling through. So, I mean, the Mavericks did trade a guy that you would think now you would get actually more for, but this is, This is the problem as we're approximately a week away from the trade deadline. Here are your numbers 100, if my computer will get there. Number 100 through 91, so so kind of there. Cameron Johnson of Phoenix is number 100. Bogdanovich, who we just saw play, 99. Gary Trent Jr. of Toronto is 98. Dylan Brooks of Memphis is 97. Kevin Herter of Sacramento is 96. Wendell Carter Jr., is 95 bobby portis is 94 who the mavericks should have drafted instead of justin anderson um d'angelo russell uh is number 93 and now my computer's freezing again but just to give you an idea this is how poor the mavericks are constructed like this is how bad it is in dallas when hoops hype does now probably mark cuban will block hoops hype and never allow them (laughs) in the aac again Uh because he didn't rank dorian finney smith the sixth best uh, tradable asset in the NBA, but Hoopsite does this on pretty much a monthly or bi-monthly basis now, nice. especially coming up to the trade deadline, and they don't have another Maverick in the top 100. And I'm not naming the who's who of NBA basketball players. Like number 91 is Trey Murphy, number 92 is Terry Rozier. Yeah, like these are there. They don't see the Mavericks having any tradable asset that's worth anything. And, and that's why I don't think they're going to make a trade. Twenty nine other teams look at the Mavs and go, your guys aren't good enough to trade for. We'll we'll take them. If you want us to take Reggie Bullock for a bag of nothing, here's our bag of nothing. His name is a dude who everybody thought was good at 17 years old. Like that's that's what we'll give you right. for Reggie Bullock. And the Mavericks are like, no, 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 we want your first round pick and we want <laughs> yeah. and we want Cam Reddish. Yeah. And it's like, are you guys stupid? And then the answer is yes, there is a person who's stupid. His name is Mark Cuban. You know, Nico knows he can't get those things for him, but Mark Cuban does. Yeah, I, I just saw a thing, a report. Gary Trent Jr. His trade value is considered to be a protected first round oh or uh, two good second round picks. Is that is that reasonable uh, for a Gary Trent Jr. type player, or is that outlandish for you? Yeah, I think he's a better version of Hardaway Jr. I would say. Okay, so he's that, better defensively, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and and shooting wise, he's yeah. better like in all aspects. But he's like, if if you're wondering who's Gary Trent Jr., I don't watch the rest of the NBA. 
I would say he's like Tim Hardaway Jr., but everything you want Tim Hardaway Jr. to be. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and see, and that's the value for a guy like that. Yeah. You have to realistically yeah, yeah, yeah. look at your players and say, is that the value? Would I give somebody that for that player to be on my team? Probably not. All right, so my next topic is Major League Baseball and their TV situation. I had somebody uh, tweet me, and they're mad at YouTube TV, but they're really not mad at YouTube TV. They're mad at Major League Baseball. Yeah. They're like, Major League Baseball is screwing me over again. And I'm like, it's not Major League Baseball. And this is a little bit of a tough topic for me, but I am bringing it up. It's Sinclair who is now not letting YouTube TV run Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball Network, Major League Baseball games. It's not MLB. It's just like with the Dallas Mavericks. It's not the Dallas Mavericks don't want their product on YouTube TV and Hulu and all the different streaming networks. It's Sinclair slash Bally's. They own a lot of the MLB teams. They own a lot of the NBA teams' TV rights, and they do not want their rights going on streaming networks. They want it to only go through pretty much direct TV. I know there's a few other places, but pretty much I'm on direct TV for one reason, and it's because I need Bally's, I need Maverick games, I need Ranger games, and the stars are on. So if I am flipping channels in a little bit for me, Like, what else is on? And the stars are on. Great. I have that channel to watch them play. But I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know the end game for Sinclair and Bally's. But don't blame the NBA. Don't blame the NHL. Don't blame Major League Baseball. They don't want it this way. It's that for some reason, I don't know the end game. Maybe you guys have a theory on it. But it is all getting directed towards if you want to watch NBA, MLB, or NHL, you pretty much have to have direct TV. Yeah, man, and it's uh, it, it is tough if you don't have it. Like there are options, like you said, but yeah, I mean, it, the, the thing about this is how many people have been frustrated for how long with this as a consumer, and over how, three years now, I think. Yeah, and how how like they just looked at it, and, and Kevin, you've pointed this out for a long time. Can we get this many consumers though, and that'll keep us afloat? And that, look, it feels like the product has just continued to be a problem for them rather than a benefit. I One of the things, and Joe was just mentioning the NHL, did you say leases ESPN Plus? No, just has ESPN oh, Plus. Oh, okay. A, I, yeah. I See, I was thinking of this magical world. I was like, oh, I thought their partnership was different where they're like, all right, we'll pay you to run our games on ESPN Plus. I will tell you one thing about DirecTV if you want to go back there is – Man, we were like ready to move on and we made another stand with the direct TV people and they're like, no, we'll give you even more money. Don't go anywhere, please. And so it's like back down to not quite first year levels, but pretty darn close. So I know that's still a big endeavor. Are they paying you right now? No, 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 no. Yeah, I would. I, I'm ESPN Plus and direct TV is the NHL. And they're like, all right, we're going to give you money. To watch, and they're Please like, stick around. Yeah, they're like, hey, remember when we tried to put hockey on the outdoors network? Is that was a thing that happened? We should never forget that. And so, I, I know that's not really Mike's point, but I, just if anyone's interested in Directv, it is a sad state, and I, I'm pretty tired of Sinclair's meddling in all of this. But they can do whatever the hell they want because at least for now, if they can fend off bankruptcy, they still have those broadcast rights. Yeah. So it's raining outside. How is it raining outside? It's 30 degrees. I thought it would be, is it freezing rain? But it looks like rain to me. 
Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very honest. As much as I, I live in the to... land of no Trader Joe's and no Central Market, they <laughs> yeah. refuse to come south of downtown Dallas. I've I always wanted to be a meteorologist, Mike. All right, mm-hmm. but I studied a lot of regular Texas weather, and we have to admit this is abnormal Texas weather. All right, like this isn't the same typical Texas freeze we get. We get this about once every four six years, right? Yeah, it kind of pops right. in like this occasionally. So I'm not an expert in this part of it, Mike, because I didn't study it that much growing up. But I can say this: it's raining here too. And I also live in a Trader Joe's Central Market area. We also have an H and B, Mike. So, like, I know, I have yeah. The pla- hey, those those companies are like, oh, Plano, let's get up there. <laughs> yeah, they did. They, they, they don't have they it. don't have any money south of downtown Dallas. They're out of money, I guess. Yeah, because Plano, I was in the, I sat Kevin in the the city hall meeting where they said, yeah. look, the city of Frisco is throwing money at these businesses. Yeah. We got to give them some tax credits too. Did you see, by the way, since we were talking about basketball, and if you said it and I just missed it, I apologize. Did you see that the Pistons game with the Wizards was postponed because they couldn't get out of Dallas? Yeah, they're, they're still here. But, I don't. Who's Who are the Mavs playing tonight? Aren't they playing they, somebody? I think they play tomorrow, the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. I'm, I guess maybe because how are the Pelicans getting into Dallas? <laughs> I don't know. Flying in. Yeah, but <sighs> – they're pelicans. Snap. Pelicans. Haven't they kind of flown south for the winter? I don't know. Do pelicans hang out in Texas during the winter. I don't study the migration question patterns. <laughs> Who is I don't it know. that you pelicans, think? It's not the pelicans. They can't hear us. They can, but they don't understand our language. That, what? Yeah. They speak pelican. Okay. Or bird. I don't know. Do you think birds understand different birds, or do different birds have different languages? Like, can a cardinal talk to a pelican? Okay, you know what, Mike? I know I was kind of dumping on those other questions. I am actually really curious about that. I think the same thing about dogs, and I think they do. And mm-hmm. so I I am curious about that as well. I think we take this conversation and go smoke some weed about it. Okay, know? maybe can you wait <laughs> one more hour? Because coming up next... We've got the C block, and I do believe that Corey might have even more Cowboys news. There is so much more, and then we'll maybe hit some Cedar Bowl stuff. But hold on, gosh. is this one going to make us mad too, like the last ones? No, you'll be happy, I think. It, but it's okay. oh, oh, the Cowboys news. Yeah, yeah you're going to be upset. Oh, great. Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.